It's beautiful clam jam. Ah, I think I'll go hard, take for a while, and just smile. Taking those clean bong togs, bruh. What's <laughs> what's happening, party people? How the freak are we? I'm Kenna Gona. I'm uh, I'm doing it backwards. Welcome to the Hot Take Clam Bake, the only podcast we help you see the world through redder eyes. And I'm Ken Hagona showing you what the final episode of the first season of the Hot Take Clam Bake looks like through redder eyes. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot a lot of fun today. I got a, a great one planned for you. I um I'm I'm just uh I'm so happy to be here. Who who you know who would have thought we'd be here? Not me. There's a couple points where I didn't think I was making it, but you know what? It's too fun to stay away from. Okay. <laughs> that and like shame and embarrassment also. <laughs> Not that it's going away forever. It's just the end of the first season. Um and to celebrate the end of the first season, the the drop that I've been fucking hyping up for weeks now. Um, that's right, folks. You can now order to commemorate the final episode of the first season. To commemorate the first season of the Hot Take Clam Bake, you can now buy yourself an official Clam Jammer pin. Fucking, (laughs) I'm gonna post a picture of them. They're glorious. I absolutely love how they came out. Shout out Julie Howard. I'll post her, uh, I'll tag her in the art Instagram. I'll tag her art Instagram on. Yeah, it's fucking, I love how they came out. I'm also got some stickers, um, for, of the cover, plus the same design, but just with different colors, and, uh, yeah, dude, it'll be available, it'll be at the link in the bio, in the show notes, you guys can, in the, you guys can fucking go buy some, help support the show a little bit, so, you know, I'm, I'm stoked to have them, I hope you guys like them, I hope, uh, we sell out, (laughs) that would be good for me. Uh, emotionally and financially. <laughs> uh, the pins will be 10 bucks, but if you buy a pin, you'll be getting a sticker, each of the stickers for free, you know? So, fuck yeah, we're going to do that shit. And maybe next season we'll do some t-shirts or something. Uh, yeah. So thanks you guys for waiting and sticking through it. I hope that you guys like those. Uh, now I just got to figure out how to set up the shop, which I know I can do in the amount of time I have left to do it, but is going to also just be stressful. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, did some fun stuff this week. Did some, I hope you did too. What'd you do? Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fucking cool, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> glad you did that that sounds like a great time or bad whichever one fits as usual you know the deal (laughs) um i went to i I did a couple cool things with the girlfriend this week we um we went and found the um the betty and barney hill abduction memorial so if y'all don't know what that is it was america's first alien abduction happened right here in our home state of new hampshire there was a, a young couple on their honeymoon. They went up to Niagara Falls, and then they went to um, Montreal and stayed there. And then they wanted to they wanted to drive 
uh, through the night to get home back to Portsmouth. And as they're driving through the White Mountains area, this is up in, uh, it's up in Lincoln, I want to say, um, that the memorial is. But they're driving home, and all of a sudden they got fucking abducted. And you know what's crazy that I didn't even learn about it is, um, until this, was that they kept that shit pretty much quiet for like four years. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't go public with it for so long. They, they, they told like their friends and family and shit because they were like, yo, what the fuck? We got abducted. I got missing time. All this shit. But they didn't go public with it as news for almost four years. And because they had a lot to lose. Their whole livelihoods, you know. And this is adding on to the fact that this happened in like the 60s, I want to say. And this was a young interracial couple. Like, that was not going to go over well for public perception during the fucking civil rights movement, dude. (laughs) People were fucking very openly racist back then. More so than they are now. So I imagine that, you know, it wasn't the strongest claim to a lot of fucking racist size. And that's why, honestly, I feel like a lot of these people who do get abducted should be believed because you have so much to lose unless you're trying to get a book deal out of it. In which case, like, your book better have such specific descriptions of, like, the machinery and how things work because then, like, that's the only way you can validate your book. Otherwise, you're just a fucking crazy person who is grifting really good. And it's a great grift. You know, don't don't get me wrong. It's it, if I had if I could lie more comfortably or like well at all, I would be grifting so fucking hard right now, dude. Honest work. Are you kidding me in this day and age? <laughs> That doesn't get you a good goddamn thing. The only thing that gets you anything is a good flim flam, you know? A good little, a good little, a good little sham to take some money into your pockets to line your coffers. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing with the pins. I'm grifting you guys. <laughs> You're not even going to get a pin. I'm going to fucking do what Johnny Craig did with his MacBook. I'm just going to sell these pins like way over the amount that I actually have and just run away with your money. I bought one pin. <laughs> I'm just advertising it as if it's fucking multiple. <laughs> but it is so fucking cool to see. Um, basically, dude, all they have is like one road sign, um, which is interesting that the government put a road sign up, but fucking hell yeah, live free or die, baby. New Hampshire for damn sure. Uh, and the other thing that they have is there's a gas station that has like a bunch of murals and um, just like little knickknacks and fucking news clippings all over the walls. It was really cool, man. It was really cool to go see it. And then after that, we went and saw the uh, the haunted Mount Washington Hotel. <laughs> I wish it was more haunted because if it was, it wouldn't be fucking four hundred fifty dollars a night. <laughs> there wouldn't be all those rich assholes playing golf up there. You could just let it be fucking woodlands. Let the horses roam free. Chew upon the wild wheat of the wilderness. <laughs> but no, it's got to be a fucking manicured uh, hotel with a full fucking golf course and blah, 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 blah. Massive parking lot. You know how it goes. You know design. You know. Oh, Jesus. You know buildings. That type of deal. <laughs> 
the uh, the the other pretty cool thing we did this week was uh, we went to the Deerfield Fair, which um, I got opinions about it. Okay, and not great ones. I mean, my opinion is always great. My opinion is the best opinion you could possibly have. <laughs> but does my opinion strongly in favor of the Deerfield Fair? Eh, no, not really. <laughs> First of all, it attracts a very interesting crowd. You know what I mean? Like, this is not attracting the best and brightest of New Hampshire, to say the least. <laughs> Hell, it was attracting some mass holes. That's how you know it's a bad time. <laughs> I was, like, surprised that they don't serve alcohol at first. And then I kind of looked around and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense why they don't serve alcohol here. <laughs> Everyone here is wearing a, a, a flannel over a sweatshirt, their construction boots, and has not fucking even tried to trim up their hair or beard in possibly six months. The whole summer that they were at sea trying to catch crab. <laughs> they were out at their oil fields. You know, like, these are rugged fucking people. These are... These are, uh... These are not doctors going to the, the Deerfield Fair. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of other things about it, too. Like, like, there's really just nothing to do. Like, there's some cool things. Don't get me wrong, you know. Um, there's, there's a bunch of animals. It's always cool to go see all the animals. There was fucking, there was oxes. That were, you know, their fucking assholes are where their eyeballs are. That's how tall these things are, dude. Fucking massive. I have, don't think I've ever been that close to an animal that large. We were terrified walking near them. We're like, all right, let's keep our distances. Their legs are about six feet long, so <laughs> give them the COVID rules <laughs> with these oxen. Uh, and then there was some pigs. Oh, my God, the pigs are fucking massive, too, but... I did not recall just how bad they smell until you walk into a barn that they've been shitting and pissing in all day. <laughs> Literally the biggest pigs in the state just fucking ripping dumps and you got to walk through it and be like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> Aside from that, there's like, you know, there's like rides to go on and shit. But here's the real the big contention for me. The other things there is to do is just like. It's all basically pulling contests. Like there's trucks pulling weights, and which some trucks have a really hard time with. There's horses pulling trucks, which the horses I'm sure don't really enjoy. Um, but then the other thing that there is is all the rides. You know what I mean? Which is, I don't know if I'd trust them. We couldn't go on them anyway because for some goddamn reason. Like, I get if a place is going to be cash only, right? I get that. That's fine. Whatever. You're trying to cheat the government. Hey, aren't we all? <laughs> but, like, if it's going to be cash only, you shouldn't let me pay with a card at the door. Okay? Like, you know that once I get past that point, I'm not going to be able to buy fucking shit. So why are you even selling me a ticket, bro? And the ATM, the lines in the ATM were so long that it's, what's the point? If you wait to get in line, so you have the, you have to wait in line in an ATM, get the money, and then you wait in line again 
to turn that money into tickets to wait in line to turn those tickets into a ride. Like, there's too many steps in the process, bro. Just tell me, bring cash. Or have an ATM, like, as soon as you walk in, like, a dozen of them. All right, you guys are going to fucking rake in those fees. But even if I, even if we did have the fucking physical and mental fortitude to wait in line at one of those ATMs, it it wouldn't have been worth it, dude. I would have lost my goddamn life. Those things are so scary. Really? You want to go on fucking roller coasters and shit that were set up in like a day? I'm okay. I'm all right, dude. I don't need that. I'll save that for when I go to an amusement park. Like the whole just situation just felt so unregulated. Like I didn't see a single damn person that worked there pretty much the whole time. And if I did, they were just kind of walking around, like not even in like a making sure everything's okay way, more of like, I hope no one sees me way, which fuck it. I get it, bro. What are you supposed to do there? The only thing that you could tell that workers were doing was calling over the system to embarrass parents who had lost their children. (laughs) Be like, uh, Michael and Louise, please come to the kitty corner. Your children have been waiting for you for 20 minutes now. <laughs> it's over by the firehouse. I like the, it's the funniest fucking shit. That was just about it, though. There really just wasn't much going on. Um, and, and probably what's most disappointing, no fried butter. Come on, boy. You know I like me a fried stick of butter, man. Why aren't you going to have a fried stick of butter, man? <laughs> I want to clog my arteries with one bite. <laughs> All the essential food groups in one stick. All bread and fat. <laughs> but that's about it for me. That's about it. I think... When season two comes, we're going to have a lot more updates to give. We're going to have a lot more updates. I'm going to have to catch you guys all up. I'm just going to have this. I'm just, it's going to be like all just bad stand-up bits at that point. It's going to be like, so the other day, right? And I'm talking about fucking four months ago. <laughs> oh, man. Who knows? We'll see how long I'm going. I don't think I'll be going that long. But uh, we'll talk about that more later. For now... We're going to take a little break. We're going to go get big. We're going to turn up. We're going to burn up. We're going to roll a little joint. We're going to... We're going to earn up. We're going to learn up. I'm going to make a couple points. Yeah, okay, that felt good. All right. (laughs) So we're going to take a little break. We're going to get done. We'll be right back. You go get baloney too, okay? Legally. If you can't do it legally, don't do it. Because that's what we all care about is what the cops think. What the fucking millionaire lawmakers think. That's what we care about. So, if you can go legally get baked, you go get baked right now. I'm going to go get baked right now. And we'll meet back here. Three, two, one. Break! (laughs) Melissa, what's wrong? It's a comedy podcast. I know. I I get so sad at the end of things. There's like so much backstory like so much things have been happening and it's really sad to see it all go but he's coming back Melissa no but you don't know that anything could happen literally anything he could literally just get too high and forget to come oh, back oh well ever. yeah that's fair what yeah that's happen? true that could happen
clam jammers. Okay, I've returned to you now. I'm back. Mmm, please continue clapping. Take your hands off the steering wheel, you. I know you're keeping them on there. Take your hands off and clap for me. Clap for the return of your king. <laughs> I think I got too baked. <laughs> No, we got this. All right, we got this. We're going we're gonna to nail it. We're going to go right into it. We're going to tell them how America's coming back. I'm America. Okay. <laughs> so today, we have the second um, of the, the finale of the planned episodes last week's. I'm sorry, mama. I'm cleaning up my mailbox. Was a smashing success. <laughs> It was okay anyway, but um, today we are going to be honoring potentially, and I don't mean to disrespect or, or disregard anybody, but potentially the most crucial and influential clam jammer there is. Um, it's been the number one for a long time, and that's a little friend of mine called Jesus Christ. Okay, you guys, this whole podcast, it's all been in the name of Christ. And really, I've been trying to get to this point to let you guys know that season two is going to be my rebirth, where I begin talking about the journeys and adventures of Jesus Christ and how it relates to a modern America. How you can save your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Give you guys the fucking um <clears throat> what's that? Who did ICP did that shit? <laughs> like 20 years into the juggalo shit, they're like, oh by the way, it's all in the name of Christ. Shouts out my boy Jesus. <laughs> no, this is a very special listener. Um and I'll they called in a lot, and then I got inconsistent, and they were less consistent, so it's fair. But they called in a lot to support the show, to to let me know, you know, kind of give me reviews, give me feedback that um, I mostly listened to. I guess I listened to a few seconds of each one, and that was about it. Um, so let's see if the advice of this listener stood up. So here's the first message from this listener. Very innocuous, very normal stuff. Hey, Ken, long time fart smeller, uh, first time clam jammer, <laughs> just calling in to let you know that I'm jamming my clams. I'm sucking these tots and, uh, I love the pod. Uh, he's hoping for more dank ass, stank ass on the way. Keep on clamming. Hell yeah. You know, I did. You know I did, because you were there. You were there with me. <laughs> but yeah, that's the first voicemail from him. Um, <clears throat> like I said, very normal. Very, very much appreciate that. What a great pal. Um, I think he might have coined the, the phrase, keep on clamming. Because I definitely heard that, and I love that. And I think I got that suggestion from a couple other people, too. Um, and yeah, that was a crowdsource phrase for sure. Because a couple of people definitely reached out to me and, and said that that was a great phrase. So I think he was the first one to get it. Our very special listener. I don't even think he said his name yet. 
<laughs> we're just gonna go on. We're just gonna keep going on the next one. We brought the dank ass. Dank ass is a fart smeller. That's about all we need to know from that one. So here's the second one. Hey Ken, it's me, Clamford Stanford here. Mm-hmm. Long time fart sniffer, second time clan jammer. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a call and let you know that we here in the Clamford Stanford family of clams wholeheartedly approve of this clam bake hot take, hot bake clam face <laughs> um, pod thing you're doing. Uh, I love listening. Oh, oh, oh. That's literally me trying to introduce the show every fucking time. <laughs> the hot take Blake uh fuck uh <laughs> that's literally yeah I don't think he invented that I think that's just organically how it is <laughs> okay back to the call okay um because I love talking clams and I love getting a couple of the guys introspective thoughts about things like Taco Bell uh well they get you know a little extra toasty I like my clams toasty too um, so Clamford Stanford calling in, just saying, I approve what you're doing and the work that you're putting out and, uh, God, God bless. Um, okay. Stay, stay, stay clammy out there. <laughs> stay clammy. Oh fuck. Why did, oh my God. I should have listened to these earlier. <laughs> That's a great one. Stay clammy. You stay clammy. Stanford Clamford. What a fucking guy. What a fucking pal Stanford Clamford is. So this is why we're here today we are here for the stanford clamford appreciation hour (laughs) which it it may be an hour we'll see we'll see how far we get we'll see how deep she goes here (laughs) because he didn't leave he didn't leave messages for every single voicemail but stanford was one of our most ardent supporters and he had a lot of interesting things to say so let's break that down a little bit let's analyze it just a little uh, first off, yeah, that shit was me as fuck on the, on the intro trying to say the goddamn name sometimes or when I'm trying to read the email. <laughs> this is very reminiscent of myself. I see myself inside of Clamford Stanford, and maybe that's why I love him so much. Maybe that's why I appreciate him. I want to raise him. I want to make him like my own son. <laughs> but I, too, love Hanging out talking about clam. <laughs> I think that's what he said, right? Yeah. He said, he's hanging out talking about clam. And you know what? Just as a reward for even bringing up Taco Bell, let's talk a little bit about Taco Bell as a reward for you. <laughs> Taco Bell is like, Taco Bell is the only place that you can go knowing it's going to be a bad time and you're okay with it. Chipotle used to be in that list. But now they've been kicked way out, okay? Too much... It's too expensive. It's too expensive. The burritos are smaller. We're not vibing. Taco Bell, on the other hand, always, always delicious. Almost always there. Not always. (laughs) My order for Taco Bell, I mean, shit. If they have the double XL Chalupa, we've talked about this before, I believe. I will eat seven of them in five days minimum. That's my low. That's the low estimate. Um, But usually nowadays, I'm getting two supreme chalupas beef and sometimes chicken. And then I'll get the potato soft taco because they brought that motherfucker back. Never thought they would. I thought the potatoes were gone forever. Um, But that's that's me. That's Taco Bell. And um, 
appreciate you, Clamford Stanford. Let's see. I think he starts talking a little bit more in, in future calls. So let's give him a chance to really explore that. On to, on to voicemail three. Hello, Ken. It's, it's Clamford Stanford uh, from the Stanford family of clams. Uh, long time five sniffer third. Pause. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I might have to just be pausing this calls as we go through to be quite honest with you because my brain is fucking fried today. <laughs> um, I am so honored to have the Clamford Stanford family seal of approval on the hot take clam bake. And we may have to, that may be the first t-shirt or the next sticker. So, okay. Yeah. I'm, I just wanted to make sure I noted that I'm very appreciative of the, the seal of approval. I know that it's rigorous testing. It's, it's much like, um, it means we charted on the, uh, What's the family test? You know what I'm saying? The, the whatever. Fuck. All right. Keep playing the voicemail. Start it again. Hello, Ken. It's, it's Clamford Stanford. Nelson family. Uh, from the Stanford family of clams. Uh, long time flat sniffer, third time clam jammer. Just calling in. Um, I just listened to your most recent episode and it got me thinking mm. about. Uh, <laughs> not sure where my good went a little British. <laughs> but now I'm British, apparently. We're, we make British clams. Um, your okay. poop versus pee question. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Um, the Clamford Stanford family makes clams. Is he selling his children? Is he a, a clam himself? I'm so confused. Okay, I thought he was British just based on the name. It's like if Benedict Cumberbatch was from Utah. That just doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Clamford Stanford is from Berkshire, England, and he makes cheeses. Okay, let's keep going. Your poop versus pee question. Mm-hmm. So, um, you've been talking to some doctors, and I've got a question for you because I've found out that perhaps my pooping situation is not as typical as I originally once thought. Oh, really? So if you could reach out to your clam doctors to see, um, you know, if this is standard, uh, every time I poop, it comes out my pee hole in this long snake like strip, like when oh. you like those little firecracker things oh, no. you good old fashioned American boys have that make it real about like a bit of ash. Um, if you can imagine that spiraling out of my pee hole, but it's a long, long strip of doo-doo. Um, <laughs> it's quite confusing, and I'd really appreciate it if uh, your clam doctors could let me know. Um, again, apologies for all of a sudden turning British during this call. Um, Clamford Stanford, clamming out. Oh, man. Clamford, you don't have to apologize for letting your accent slip. It's okay, bro. It's either that or you got colonized mid-fucking-call. <laughs> bro! I don't think there's enough doctors that listen to this show, okay? <laughs> we already established that, like, I'm not going to places that where doctors are, all right? They're not at the Deerfield Fair. They're not at our studio here in occupied Massachusetts. It's not happening. Uh, I don't, you need to go to a real doctor because your poop should not be coming out where you pee. Like it's fucking, um, like it's when you press the hair on the Play-Dohs, you know what I'm saying? You give the Play-Doh people their hair and it comes out like, that's what's coming out of your wiener, man. You got to go see a real doctor. I can't. Dude, I'm glad you trusted me to tell me though. Um, 
but yeah, we don't have that kind of medical professionalism. We're just, we're just trying to figure out if you can poop and pee at the same time. Not literally. I mean, that is pooping and peeing at the same time, but way too literally. But hey, at least we know now it is completely possible. <laughs> Thank you as always, Stanford Clanford. I love to hear that one. That was a great that was a great response. Um and now we're just, we're gonna move on to the fourth voicemail from Stanford Clanford. Hello, Ken. It's Clamford Stanford here from the Stanford family of clams. Longtime clam jammer. Good to see you. Uh, I think fourth time caller. You'd be correct. Um, I just had some introspective thoughts about the no fap scenario. Um, I personally have never once fapped in my entire life, so I wholeheartedly uh, stand by the lifestyle. Um, I just think you should inform your viewers. Okay. Before he helps us inform you guys, get informed. I think we're starting to get some answers here about why he may be pooping his pee. <laughs> now, I guess it's really a chicken and the egg situation here. You know, is are you pooping your pee because you don't wank it or are you not wanking it because something weirder will come out because it'll be like a piece of corn will get fucking shot out your dick <laughs> Oh my god. That is your seed. It's a corn seed. <laughs> Fucking comes out dry and you start spitting them out like a goddamn chainsaw. Oh, not a chainsaw. You know what I'm saying. A uh, like a like the thing, the baseball ones. The baseball shooters. Oh man. I told you I got two ripped today. I told you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, shit, the call's not even over. <laughs> okay. Alright, back to the call. Back to the call. He's going to warn us of something. He's going to warn us about the dangers of no fap lifestyle. Uh, or listeners, I guess. Um, what is it? Becoming an asshole? That if you're clam jamming and not fapping, approximately every 10 months, a big fat load will fall right out of your butthole. Um, it <laughs> could uh, could lead to some, some backup. Oh so just make sure your listeners are aware before they subscribe to this beautiful lifestyle. Um, keep clam jamming out there. Uh, Stanford family of clams wholeheartedly supports the How Take Clam Bake podcast. Goodbye. Oh, yes. I'm so fucking glad we maintained that, that we maintained that Stanford Clamford rating of approval. Fuck yes, dude. Bro, everything's all mixed up in your downstairs, dog. Did you get hit by a car as an infant and then get sewed up together by a fucking, uh, like, a seamstress? What's the deal here? How are you... Why are you pooping a load every 10 months, was it? And is it only if you're clam jamming and not fapping? I would just fap at that point, bro. Who cares if you start spitting up corn seeds? Just fucking, it's gotta be better. Anything's gotta be better than that. And hell, if you do it into a fucking pan, you can have some, you can have some kettle corn. You ain't even got to salt the bitch. It's already fucking extra salty. <laughs> oh my God. This is hands down the worst episode. Okay. Here's what's going to happen, guys. We got four more messages left from Stanford Clanford. And also, by the way, it's not the worst on the, it's not the worst at all. This is not the worst. 
And even if it was, it was not on account of Stanford Clanford. Stanford Clanford. America runs on Stanford Clanford. And I'm America again. <laughs> okay, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to take a little break. I'm going to cool down. I'm going to come back. And we're going to do the final half third, I guess it would be at this point, of the Stanford Clamford Appreciation Hour. So, Clam Jammas, away! Oh, what? You think just because it's the last episode I'm having another break that you're going to get another bump in here? No. No, fuck you. You're being greedy. How dare you? That's so messed up of you, dude. I worked so hard to make this happen, and you're going to be that greedy? Oh, here you go. Ooh, Ken smoking weed. Ooh, I said it in a funny way. Wait, whatever, you guys. How dare you? How dare you? I'm trying to have a nice time together for our last episode of the season. Unprofessional bullshit. Okay, we're back. Hello, America's back. <laughs> terrifying terrifying sentence if someone said that like i would be scared someone walks into a bar and they're like america's back i'm like oh fuck they just murdered someone really cool (laughs) oh man okay uh yeah so we're back here we got the we're gonna continue our stanford clanford appreciation hour aren't we having a good one we're appreciating stanford clanford what a character What a guy who perfectly exemplifies why you need to go to a fucking doctor because his body is just falling apart. And honestly, out there, everybody, just jack off if you got to jack off. You know, if you're doing it too much, figure it out. But uh, monkeys just jack off all the time. They had that thing where there was... um, I'm pretty sure they had like monkeys with like electrodes attached to their brains. And like, if they touched a button, they would have the sensation of coming pretty much. And they just fucking jammed that sucker. And you know what? Me too. <laughs> I definitely would. <laughs> so don't feel bad. Just fucking stop holding it in until it falls out your butt. <laughs> so, um, this time Clamford was unable to leave a voicemail. It seems so they left us a, email so the email reads as such hot take cock talk with ken is the title hello ken of the hot take clam bake podcast this email is being sent on behalf of clamford stanford of the stanford family of clams oh wow he has a he has a a typist he has like a his own personal secretary that's pretty fucking rad uh regrettably mr stanford is unable to call in this week in support of jamming those clams due to explosive diarrhea from his ass (sighs) sounds like the fucking clog finally backed up dude at least it's going out the right hole he should be thankful it's come yeah because he specified from his ass (laughs) stanford come on bro I guess it's getting better. Sometimes not going to the doctor just works out, apparently. (laughs) The Stanford family of clams expresses their deepest regret in Mr. Stanford's inability to make a call this week, but his balls deflated so significantly from the diarrhea pouring out of him that he does not have the strength to hold a phone right now. This guy's anatomy is not adding up. I know piss is stored in the balls. Everyone knows pee is stored in the balls. That's 
a fact. That's why it's on. Uh, that's why Joy Division wrote that whole album, right? <laughs> but diarrhea pouring out of your ass, deflating your balls. Maybe it was just like hitting his prostate so much that he was also busting. Or was this? Is this his? M- 10 month annual load dropping out of his ass. Is this what he means? Is it an explosive diarrhea of cum? Is it finally come full circle? I'm so sorry if you came here expecting like a heartfelt, sentimental, like review of the season. (laughs) That is not what we're getting today. Back to the letter. And how does the balls deflation affect your hand strength? Whatever. We're past that. After this week's episode, Mr. Stanford would like to make it known that he appreciated the reduced volume of the program in comparison to other forms of audio. Every time he clicked a different link with audio, the volume would be turned up so loudly that he would squirt hot turds from his ass in response to the shock. Jesus fucking Christ. This was of great benefit to Mr. Stanford since... As I indicated before, this significant ball deflation has left him in a gravely weakened state and rendered him unable to push the gush out the gush out himself. The gush. I might have to stop the Stanford Clanford Appreciation Hour in its tracks. We might be done here. Cause things are starting to I think this might be a prank letter. <laughs> I don't know how this would be a benefit to him. I think he's getting a little mixed up. I honestly think the deflation is really starting to affect his mental capacity. And Lord knows that the the person uh, writing this, his secretary, is not uh, editing. They're not to edit. They are to r- record what he dictates, I'm sure. I mean, that is how this works. But that's that's interesting. That's good to know that he. I'm I'm assuming he actually does genuinely prefer the audio to be a little more quiet. Well, sorry, we fixed it. I mean, it's not too loud now. I hope, but I'm still working through the old episodes trying to fix those. It's just a time consuming thing. It'll actually probably be pretty quick once I don't have this to edit. Also, <laughs> but um, it uh, it sounds a comfortable volume now. I think I don't think it's too loud. I think I think it sounds good. Even when I open cans on the show and shit. Oh my god! You know what? Hold on, I'm gonna be right back. Okay, I'm back. I forgot, or I almost forgot our sponsor here, Liquid Death, our potential sponsor that we're suiting, we're suit, we're courting. Uh, Liquid Death uh, has given us a uh, severed lime flavored sparkling this week. So we're gonna crack that sucker open. Take a sip. See how she is. Liquid Death. Fuck plastic. Right in the fucking face. That's their slogan. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's actually really good, bro. That tastes kind of like a Sprite. That's nice as fuck. I don't usually like liquid... uh, uh, liquid, I love liquid death. I don't usually like uh, uh, sparkling water, but holy shit, those are really good. Two for two so far. Next season, we'll we'll do the mango. (laughs) Finally wrap them all up. All right, back to where we're at. Um, yeah, so I'm glad the audio worked for you, but it didn't work for other people, so we're still fixing it. 
once the season's over, everything ought to be good. So uh, we here at the Stanford, Clamly Fa- uh, Stanford Family of Clams, thank you for your service. Keep clam jamming. God knows the world needs it right now. <laughs> yes, sir, it does. And that's why we're here, providing service to the Lord and the people of Earth. Clamford Stanford of the family, Stanford family of clams, avid listener and longtime clam jammer. Yes, you are one of the one of the fucking best. My hat off to you. Now, let's get back to the voicemails that uh, Stanford was sending here. We got some more voicemails from Stanford. We got three more voicemails from the strongest of clam jammers. So let's hear what he's got to say. And you know what? Hopefully it's not more gross poop and piss shit because I really, I don't need that today. Okay. None of us need that today. So let's see what he's got to say. Oh my God. Actually really quick note. I swear to God, I'm going to keep this one quick. It turns out. Yes. If you hang up as soon as the voicemail thing is done, that it will, um, it will just notify you. Like, it'll give me that little hang up. That's all that is. So the CIA is not watching me, at least not in that capacity. We're technically safe. So here is Stanford Clamford's voicemail. Ken? Ken, mm-hmm. can you hear me? Oh, yep. What's up? Ken. Oh, this is a live call. I'm just pulling you like, Ken, I know it's a voicemail. You Ken, motherfucker! Stanford, Stanford family of clams <laughs> here, calling in. Uh, long time caller now. Long time, even longer clam jammer. Um, apologies for not calling in last week. I'm sure you got my letter from my assistant, but basically it comes down to the fact that I blew out no ring. Uh, whole lot of mess. Blew out no ring. Uh, I'm calling in, talking about French dressing. Um, mm. I just want to let you know that, yeah, it is basically just mayonnaise and ketchup. Um, <sighs> you know, I like rubbing it down on my clams. We here at the Stanford family of clams, we French it up. That's what we call it. Um, but you're missing one special ingredient there. You know what that ingredient is, Ken? Ken, it's love. Okay, first of all, I thought the, I thought the ingredient was going to be cum or diarrhea or piss one of the fucking three um but this is very wholesome so far and um just as a note i really wouldn't call it frenching it up it sounds like you're just the kind of family who lip kisses you know (laughs) like all right bye mom Mm, mm, all right have a good day (laughs) back to the call special ingredient there you know what that ingredient is ken it's love right ken it's love it's fucking love. It. So love. make sure when you're squeezing your catch, when you're squishing your mayo, <laughs> you put a little love in there. You know what I like to do, actually? I call it ranch dressing. You mix all that together, add a little ranch. Mm, rub it on my clam. Hey, you have a good one, Ken. I love you, bud. Uh, the show's great. I love uh, listening. I love calling. And I love jamming them clams. All right. You have a good one. Fuck yeah, Stanford. I love that you listen. I love that you call. I love that you jam them clams. But you know what I'm not so sure about? French dressing with ranch? Is that a real thing? It sounds like it. Because I feel like French sounds like something that people would do. And I... Why? Why would you hurt your body like that? You know... If ranch is mostly mayonnaise and French dressing's mostly mayonnaise, then all you're eating is pretty much mayonnaise, and you know it. I'm not a fan of that. Not I can't say I support that. I can't say I support French. French. <laughs> Appreciate your love and support and review, Stanford. Let's move on to your next voicemail. I think you got two more, bud. I want to hear what you got to say. Let me know how you're really feeling. I hope he 
fucking tears into me on this one. Tells me what's what, you know? I hope he really gives it to me. I hope he doesn't. I would be really upset if I upset him. Hello, Ken? Hey there. Ken? Oh, the same bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ken, you're going to get me twice? No. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Clamp with Stanford. Stanford family of Clamp. You know how it is. Uh, long time Clamp <laughs> Jamma. A uh, couple time caller. Sorry for the, the, the long absence. Um, you know how it must be clam season this year has been out the fucking chain. The harvest. We got clams coming in. We got clams going out. Stanford family of clams is uh, making mondo moolah, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, it's busy, you know, having that time to call. Just wanted to check in, let you know that I love what you're doing. Um, here's hoping the season two being bigger and better than ever. I'd okay. love to get some video in there. I'd love to see your beautiful face. Oh. Um, just wanted to uh, comment on the email that you had. What was it? Uh, that July 1st episode. Um, you really got some insights there that I thought were valuable and that people should hear. Um, you're doing great work, you know? If someone's being a fucking Mondo Mook, uh, maybe they... Just wanted to uh, comment on the email that you had. What was it? Uh, that July 1st episode. Um, you really got some insights there that I thought were valuable and that people should hear. Um, the July 1st do- episode? Which one was the July 1st episode? Can we check that real quick? Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I don't like I don't like check I don't know the dates and stuff. <laughs> a red flag and a foul ball, yes, where we talk about um I believe that's where we talk about bad male friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, good. I'm glad you like that. You know what? That's the second person who said I've actually said something insightful, and I was so glad to hear it both times because I was like, yeah, I don't remember what I said at all. So thank God it wasn't just fucking complete rambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the call. Back to the call. Um, you're doing great work, you know? If someone's being a fucking Mondo Mook, uh, maybe they shouldn't be a part of the crowd. Hey, so, uh, way to put it out there um, that, uh, yeah, that guy's being a fucking jabroni. I guess I should um, just listen to the love call. Love what you're doing, Ken. Uh, really, really glad that season one is, you know, flying by. I love listening. Um, you know, if you ever need a. Uh, a couple of clams sent over from Stanford Family of Clams. You know, you know who to call. It's me, Clamford Stanford, Stanford Family of Clams. Um, hey, keep on clamming out there, clam jamming. Um, and you know, live a little. <laughs> I live a lot, bro. Okay, that's that's how I'm living. I would fucking love some Stanford Family Family clams. Are you kidding me? Could you send some? I'm. This is why I need to get a physical mailbox. And hopefully he sends refrigerated mail because I can't receive them hot. <laughs> but I guess I should have just finished listening to the call on that one because he made it pretty obvious which one he's talking about. Um, and here we are three months later. Boy, was season one flying by. <laughs> it hasn't even I don't even know how many episodes it's been since then, but we did have some holdups. That is for sure. <laughs> I love it, Stanford. You're such a great guy. I, 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 we're going to get to his final voicemail. I'm going to give my final review. We're going to talk about one more thing. I'm going to get the heck out of here, okay? It's late. I'm tired. Okay? But I can't fight the globalists all day long. That's why I need you guys to help me. And also, I'm really, really hungry. <laughs> the show doesn't usually go on so long. And the fucking genuinely, this liquid death severed lime is which I don't get the name severed lime whatever severed line maybe that's what it's supposed to be like a phone line but it's actually making me hungry because of how good it tastes this is not a great water to drink like if I got this in the desert when I was dying of thirst I'd be like fuck it 
I don't want this. It's going to make me starving now. Let's check out our last voicemail from our great fucking friend here, Stanford Clamford. A true character. <laughs> hey, Ken. Clamford Stanford here. Stanford Family of Clams. Just calling in. Wanted to shoot a couple ideas past you. Um, this is going back to a couple episodes. You went on a rant on this Elon Musk guy. Never mm. heard of him. Mm. Um, it seems like a real bag of dirt. Um, but I was wondering, have you ever heard of Elon Mollusk? Um, he's a real titan of industry here, you know, in uh, shellfish manufacturing. Um, he's uh, really <laughs> flexed his muscles, managed to make a lot of curls out of coal, and uh, has revolutionized claim manufacturing as we know it. Um, so we're looking at this guy, Elon Mollusk. I think he's doing great work. Um, also wanted to follow up on uh, your most recent episode talking about, uh, you know, step, uh, step loving family loving not sure about that don't know if i like it um one thing i'll tell you over here at clanford uh this uh, stanford clanford uh, stanford family of clans sorry i'm a little bit distracted today um we keep the juices flowing but not within the clamily um so bear that in mind stanford uh, family of clams is a uh, non-incestual clam manufacturing process all right just hope you're having a great day out there Long time jam, a multi time caller. I'm going to keep on jamming these clams, Ken. Hope you do the same, bud. All right. Bye bye. <sighs> oh, man. Now, this is what's the most interesting, I think, about Clamford Stanford is that he truly creates a mystery and then will give you an answer. There is no, there is no wondering. This is not, this is not the end of Lost. Not that I've seen enough of Lost to know what the end of Lost is. But my girlfriend will, tells me it's very understandable and you're stupid if you don't get it. So, <laughs> But I am so glad that he made it very clear that it's not in the clamily, <laughs> which I love that too. I'm glad to be part of your clamily um, because you can't do that. That's not good. That's not right. Also, bro, I don't know if this is true, but I saw this thing today that... um. Originally, Sigmund Freud's analysis or whatever was basically that kids were getting assaulted by their parents so much that whatever was happening and then people ridiculed them so much that he flipped the script and was like, oh, uh, kids are having these fantasies or whatever. That's what's going on. That's why everyone, quote unquote, wants to bang their mother Oedipus complex. So apparently that's all bullshit. And uh, it just correlated with the number of children who were suffering devastating assaults. Glad we could fucking keep it on a high note in this episode. <laughs> but I have loved every second of the Clamford Stanford story that he had to tell. And um, sadly, Stanford went out to harvest um, a few weeks ago. Um, before we started doing the last big batch of releases... And, um, his ship had a collision with Elon Mollusk's ship. So I do know who Elon Mollusk is. I know who he is, Stanford. And I know what he did to you. And they still haven't found him. He could be alive. I mean, it's Stanford. It's Stanford. He could be alive. If anyone is, it's him. He's out there making pearls and clamming and jamming. But no one dared from him since he collided with Elon Mollusk's ship. And Elon made it very clear 
that he doesn't care. He just gave us a check and walked away. <laughs> but Sanford's worth more than a check. I want you guys to go out in the ocean and you scream Stanford! And we're all going to see if we can bring Stanford home. I sure hope we do, boy howdy. <laughs> but seriously, um... <laughs> um I did appreciate all of Stanford Clanford, and I, I love that guy. If he is alive, if he is still alive, if he was alive today, he would buy a pin and a sticker. And so you should, too, to honor his memory lost at sea. Probably floating around on a door somewhere like Rose. <laughs> that was her name, right? The, the one on the Titanic, you know. <laughs> All right, guys, that does it. That does it for our show today. Our honoring of Mr. Clamford Stanford. And I'm so honored to actually have him be such a close personal friend. And I hope that he is found and he comes back into the currents, carry him into America, which is me. Because if he goes to Britain, he'll fit right in and they'll think that's where he belongs. We heard his accent. So I just want you guys to know before I, as I sign off here that I've enjoyed doing this so much. It's been such a good damn time. Um, I got some stuff to work on. I got some things I want to do right now. I want to, I got another podcast series that I'm going to record. I think it's going to be really cool. I'll tell you when it's coming. Okay. I'll tell you. We know unreliable am about this. I'm going to record the whole thing first. It's going to be short. It's going to be a short series, but long episodes. It'll, you'll see. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. Uh, we're going to be recording video for most, if not all the episodes. And, uh, hopefully we'll start bringing on some guests too. have some other people who are in entertainment in the area. Come on, help entertain me and, uh, you know, get you familiarized with their work too. You can meet some more people from the area. Um, and I think that'll, I think that'll bring a lot to the show. I think that's kind of what season two will be about. Also, I noticed honestly, just like in the last couple days that all of the intro songs that I sing are kind of old people music. Cause I want it to be like agreeable. I want you to be something you can find, you know, but next season, I think we're going to do like post hardcore, like early two thousands music. I think that's going to be the move for next season. So I think watch out for that one. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take a little break. I'll see you guys. I think it'll be spring. We'll see what happens. You know, play it easy guys. It'll be too hard to get. <laughs> But buy some buy some pins and stickers. Uh, keep on writing into hot take clam bake at gmail.com. Call at 866-603-CLAM. That's 866-603-2526. And uh, just keep on clamming. Keep on jamming. Keep on hot taking and keep on hot baking. I, fucking, I love you guys so much. Thank you for helping me do the first season. Keep it real, y'all. Peace. Peace.